you got to spell it. Bruising Banner Podcast. Banner Podcast. Bruising Banner Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banner Podcast. I'm your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, is the legendary Brew Crew. What up, fellas? I got water, I got... I'm your boy Rob G, and with me, as always, the legendary Brew Crew. What's going on, fellas? <laughs> Yo, I just feel like I look like a complete idiot right now. <laughs> hey, guys, what's going on? Hi. How y'all doing? I'm doing good. I'm here. I'm doing good. Everybody out there doing good. This is episode 182 of Bruising Banner Co- Pod- Podcast. Podcast. Uh, for the first people, first time joining us, welcome. Uh, if you will return, the first... First guest, first first visit. Oh my god! What is that? <laughs> <laughs> hungover from the last time. <laughs> if you're first time listening, welcome <laughs> or watching. <laughs> uh, if it's not, if you, if you came back and joined us, Sheesh. we're glad that you are here as well because uh, we do have a great episode today. Um, and we're just going to get jump right in it, as you see on the uh, the title of the episode: High ABV Life. Uh, we have from Brickitarian Beer Hut, uh, Wendell Bowden. So we're going to bring him into the podcast. Oh, here we go. Bring him in. How's it going, fellas? Rob's completely going to walk today. We live today. Like well, we, I, we all together. I brought him in. What are you talking about? That, that's true. But I saw you over there fiddling with that button. Here we go. Uh, where he, is he? But see, that's the thing. He may be fiddling all the time. Yeah, you never know. That is true. You we haven't seen him, him in a long time. He working right, right now. Let, let the boy work. Oh, one, I'm doing two things at the same time. So I got to press this button and this button. Now he's so busy. <laughs> but yeah, you ain't doing it. Are you doing it sitting there on the microphone? Talk so. your brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here producing the show and hosting the show. Oh, 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 so now we just, oh, we didn't talk about this offline. That's a, that's a, like a, a y'all two situation. I'm good. I'm all right. Keep producing. You're doing a good, great job. Yo, to leave him alone. There okay. it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rob. Well, welcome to the uh, the show. Window. We want to thank you for uh, coming through. I um, appreciate y'all having me. And before we uh, get to it, we always like to know what we're uh, drinking on, so... What are we drinking today? We have three beers. Well, I think we actually had four, but I think we have three in front of us uh, from uh, Brickatering. So, can I'm, I'm going to just show them in the, the thing. Can you tell us exactly what we're drinking on today? This one is Dead Man Walking. 
Yeah, so that's going to probably be one of my core SKUs. So the Demon Walking Series is basically my barrel-aged IPA. Um, that particular one um, was done in uh, gin barrel. Um, so you're going to get tropical fruit and some Mandarin orange-type flavors, plus, you know, some of the barrel notes, lightly. Okay. And you're going to get drunk. Over here. <laughs> and what's the ABV? And that one comes 20.47. Uh, okay, 20.47. It's not that bad. That, that's <laughs> that's the little. That's the baby. What? That's the baby. Oh, that's not. Oh, oh I got. I was just saying. I was just saying. <laughs> All right, and now we have the, the cobbler, gobbler, bracket. All right. <laughs> yep. So that one there, um, that's about a year old. Uh, so that was basically my take on a peach cobbler. Uh, so it's a oh. bracket. It's it's raining in at twenty four six. Um, so I guess if you kind of like. If you're a sour type of person, you, you know, you appreciate it. You no, know, it has that little bit of tartness, you know, because of the fruit. Okay. Um, you get some of the pie crust notes. Um, so, I mean, y'all should enjoy that one. It goes down easy. Word, word, word. Mm. Pie crust. Mm-hmm. That's the scary part that they go down. Nah. Dude, this one sounds like a, a fat nigga's happy, happy drink. <laughs> <laughs> gobbler, gobbler. Gobbler, gobbler. <laughs> Now this, uh, I think I had this one at uh, Barrel and Flow. It's the uh, Firewater Red L. Firewater. There we go. Yep. So that's my Hot. double barrel age. Yep. So that's my double barrel age uh, Red L. Um, is that twenty five percent? So it's one of one of my two as far as beers go, highest ones. I mean, I have a bracket at thirty two also. That if you was at the VIP event, you might have tasted it. Um, but a lot of people enjoy that one because of the the different notes. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll see how y'all feel about it tonight. <laughs> uh, all right. We, do have, we did have a fourth one that's off air because it was a holiday special, the Ho Ho Ho. You want to tell us a little bit about that? And that's what it's called. Yeah, it's called Ho Ho Ho. Yeah, that's the business clause bracket. Uh, she's about 20, I think 24%. Uh, Last two years. <laughs> oh, she's a. It's a she. I said the Mrs. Yeah, Cole's it's a she. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we, cause we have a, you know, because you also we have a crazy Santa, you know. Okay. Um, we have an enchanted vixen. Okay. And then I also got MC Buddy, as part of the series. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that, all, so is that all your Christmas? That's all the Christmas holidays. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, last two years it was. This year. I'm working on something different, um, but I may bring those back out. I still got some more that's been aging, so I'll probably bring that out this year. So they'd be about a year old. Okay. Um, but it was a good hit. Uh, Mr. Claus was a lot of people's favorite. Um, so let me know, fellas, how y'all, you know, For sure. how, how you think she is when you uh, try her out maybe later on in the season. I guess y'all holding up back. I have a question right off the You top. know, we're going to wait until a... Christmas to do that. We're normally all together yeah. around Christmas yeah. time anyway. So, all right. Do all of your beers are male or female? Uh, when I'm doing them in sets, because primarily um, most of my braggots are, I usually kind of female, but not. Um, usually those are my bigger ones because um, of the big amount of honey that's in them. So they're usually bigger. Um, and then, so that's why if you notice the bottles are in different sizes. Uh-huh. So normally stuff that's heavy with the honey, which is probably 50% or more, are in the 375s. And then 
those that have no honey or, or you know like maybe a few pounds of honey in it are usually in the five hundreds. Okay, gotcha. So so out of these three, which one should we start with? Um, let's go ahead and start with the cobbler gobbler. Okay. The, what Cow- you call it? The, the fat, fat, fat boy drink. <laughs> you gonna let me pick? <laughs> are you are, are you, you drinking? Are you drinking on anything today? What are you drinking today? Uh, so I have mostly which I have, and then also I brought one of mine out the cellar. Okay, what is that? Let's uh, see. So this is uh, so this is Sussalot. Sussalot. So if you understand, yeah. So if you understand that, that's Colossus backwards. Oh. Um, it's it's made after a beer I drank like probably ten years ago. Um, I kind of by taste and memory made it myself. Okay, um, wow. Wow. so it's close. Yeah, so amazing. it's almost like a breakfast in a bottle. That's what I call it. Mm-hmm. So you get this is one of one of few I made that's not barrel aged. It's nothing crazy. It's just malts, wheat, and water, and yeast. You know, um, it has a lot of complex flavors. On your nothing crazy. Twenty-five. You said what now? Twenty-five. Yeah, I thought he, no, I was hoping he said, said. .5, but I was like, it couldn't be point five. Yeah, he said twenty-five. Jesus, twenty-five. Oh, I'm so mad. that's this is like, that's this what is it looks like in a glass. Mm. All right. And then I'll be trying some other stuff with y'all and your drinker. I ain't even tasted yet. This smells real. But good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some that cobbler. I'm gonna get some that cobbler myself for drinking with y'all. Hey, man. All righty. Oh yeah, that is. Uh... Give me that bottle. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, boy! Um, when well, you when you done with the bottle, let me see two, please. Yo, hold on, hold on. Just a little, little. <laughs> That's what I want to see the bottle for. I don't want to look at anything. I just want to pour. You want a little more? <laughs> yeah. What uh, in the world? Right. Well, well while they get a little more, we we want to start. And, and yeah, so, get it, get it going. Our first question is always. That's probably one of the questions you probably get a lot in the beginning. What is Brickitarian Beer Hut? Like, what is the name? All right, so basically, um, I'm a New Yorker. I moved to a lot of places. Um, so I last was living in Virginia, and then for my job. So when I was looking for a house, um, we was looking for, like, all type of Mediterranean styles and different styles. So I ended up getting a, a brick house that still kind of had that style. So we kind of named it uh, Brick Trainian. So once I started trying um, my hand at making brews, you know, I thought it'd be a good name, Brick Training Beer Hut, you know, for a place for people to hang out at and talk, you know, over good tasting brews and, you know, just having conversations like, you know, beer brings people together. So that's kind of kind of how we started the name. All right. Uh, well, uh, um, Brick Terranian. I said it wrong. There. So it's yeah. Brick Terranian? <laughs> like, yep, like, like, like Mediterranean. Oh, like Mediterranean. Mediterranean. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I was like Terrarian, Terrarium. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bricks, man. We knew it was Brick, though. We, <laughs> we did <laughs> in the beginning. I called it Brick. Yeah, Terrarian. a lot of people shortened it to Brick. <laughs> yeah, I yep. see you did, too. You did, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, um, you know, a lot has been I on the journey. I'm warm uh, already. Too. I'm warm. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get some good questions. You just started, man. We got we got a while to go. Oh, we do got a while to go, but sheesh, that hit me like Cause, quick. Because <laughs> you know, like I said, I got my stuff ranges from when I first started, the first beer I ever brewed, just to make sure that I could permit something that can turn into a beer. Mm-hmm. When I first took a stab at it, it was at eight point two five. 
Okay. It was a uh, my take on a ginger beer. Okay. You know, and I did that in a a two and a half gallon water jug. Is what I fermented it in <laughs> at the time. How did that taste? You know, how did that taste? Oh, it tasted it tasted pretty good. Right. It, it fermented out in a week. Um, so that was my first take on it, and I was like, all right. Okay, I think I can spend some money on some equipment now. Yeah, you know, yeah, I did that one of right, my black pot. Right, you know, right. I just wanted to know I could do a product. And then, you know, so my background is when I started my beer journey, when I was younger, I really didn't like beer. It was nasty. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it. To me, mm-hmm. it was, mm-mm. Um, and, I, you know, I tried all the different stuff. Um, I lived overseas for a little bit. So I was, you know, so I was trying beers like that, but I didn't like them. So pretty much I was drinking alcohol because the beer didn't taste too good to me. Okay. Um, and then once I came back, I mean, I tried a few things like Guinness and a few other things. I could kind of tolerate the Guinness, but I still didn't really like nothing. So I really rarely drank beer. And then about 2004, one of my bosses was like, there's a lot of beer out there. You just tip of the iceberg. So he gave me some things to look at. And then he said, I bring you a beer a month for you to try. And this one out for you, you'll find it. And then I started finding places where I was at that had uh, different types of beer. Mm-hmm. And then slowly I found kind of what I liked. Um, and and what, then I started going that? after that. What was that that you liked? So, so I kind of like the Belgian beers. Um, I, I found out about a different t- a style of stout than Guinness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you no, know, some that taste like chocolate milkshake. Yeah. Some that taste like different things. Right. Um, the one I modeled my beer after, Susselot, you know, that was a little bit, maybe a year or two down the line. So I just started getting these beers, trying them out. And then um, my friend, uh, Black Beer Hunter, when we met, because, you know, I worked on cars and stuff on the side. You know, that was kind of my hobby. So we would do garage stuff and have garage beer and just expanded our stuff by trying different things. And then, then it became like a hunt, <laughs> yeah. trying to find these different beers. Um, and then, you know, and eventually I started getting towards the, the higher gravity. So I kind of gravitated towards those 14s, 15s. I had something that was 28. So that was kind of the things we were drinking at that time. And then I started finding stuff out of the country that was like 32, 42, um, 55, 65. So I bought those to try them. Um, and then once I moved to the South, the rules are different. So mm. you can't find them beers here because uh. they cap it at like 14. Mm. So... My significant other, when she's out traveling, or if I'm out traveling, we're ship beer back or bring beer back, mm-hmm. you know, so, so I can have them because I can't buy them here. Or then or my friend here ship me some. When you come visit here, bring some down. Um, so I guess about COVID time, you know, because we all had a little downtime, but I was still working and stuff. So I was like, well, we can't really go out, I guess. So we tried different things for fermentation. So we made kimchi. We made, you know, um, regular type of um, drinks and different things just to try fermentation. So we kind of made like a little fermentation station, as we called it, mm. trying things out. So then then I was like, you know what? Let's find out if I can make beer there. Then we invested in a little bit of equipment. Um, so like the year before, I joined a Kickstarter. I don't know if you heard of the beer maker. So it's like an all-in-one unit um, yeah. that basically you can make beer in and you can make like 1.44 gallons. Mm-hmm. So I so I joined the Kickstarter, and then because of COVID, it was delayed. So it was over two years, almost three years before we got the product. Mm-hmm. So by the time that happened, I done brewed like, by the time I got it, I done brewed like two, three beers already. Okay. So 
I got to brew one beer in it, and then I'm like, man, forget that thing. I can brew now. I don't need that. <laughs> Y'all took too long. Pretty <laughs> much, you know. But it's a good unit to get people involved because it's, like I said, it's all in one, so it's not a lot of stuff to mess up, not a lot of cleaning. Um, it's malt, so you're not really – I mean, yes, you can do extract in it, but really it's made for malt. But because of how they built it, you only can really do, uh, I say, average beer, so basically maybe – Nine nine percent and under, mm-hmm. um, and so when I did try to use it, I had to do a lot of uh, consultation with them through the phone, <laughs> and they had to basically reprogram stuff in the background to make it work for what I was doing. Oh, nice! <laughs> That's good. Um, <laughs> and they never seen fermentation so crazy in the bag. Um, so it was sometimes having a little bit of problem trying to seal because of the pressure that was going under. But in that in their machine, I made like a thirteen five beer. Wow. Huh. That's uh, great. So, so I said, go ahead. And I was going to say, so like, was it always the, I guess the, uh, I guess the initiative always is said, you know what? I always going to, I always wanted the high ABB. I think so. Is yeah. that right. always like, the mission? Like, I think so. He said yep. the first one was 8.2 and he's going overseas looking for 55. Trying to get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> nah, to get, it's not one, really about getting drunk. One you know, sippers. you just, you take, yeah, you just, Pour your pour, right. sip on it. Challenge really no different than drinking a cocktail, liqueur, right. yeah. you know, whiskey. You know, so you still gonna get to the same place whether I drink five cans or you know two finger pour. Right. <laughs> you know, you, you feel better, your stomach feels better. You ain't running to the bathroom as much. No, yeah. t- pick pick which way you want to go about sure. getting there. You know, because yeah. either way you're gonna get there. Right. Mm-hmm. I do have a no. I have a question. So, has there been any? I'm sorry. Has there been anyone that has uh, told you that this isn't beer? Yes. Because what? What, what do they normally tell you? It is. You know, either they try to say I don't heard wine, I don't heard all kind of different things. But if you think about it, beer, you know, is some type of malt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeast and water. and water. That's the simplest form, right? Right, and it's going through the fermentation process. Which these things do. Yeah. A braggot is a little bit different because it's basically a hybrid between a mead and a beer. Okay. Um, Cause cause we did meads also in the beginning. Okay. Okay. I was going to ask you that because it's, it's so they kind of give that mead feel. Mm. Yeah. Because you have in it, I say half the grain bill is, is honey. And okay. in this particular one is wildflower honey. Right. And and meads, um, meads so you basically marinate that you can honey. taste the honey and you still taste some of the malts and stuff. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Right. Is that the significance with, of the logo in terms of the B? Uh, yeah. So primarily, I do a lot of stuff with honey. Not all, but a lot. Um, I'm gonna start probably doing a lot of more things in honey. Um, so just introducing us and other people to something different. A lot of mm-hmm. people never heard of a bracket until I started right. really pushing them out. Yeah. And those that have. Most of those brackets they have, when, I'm going to say, just like me, they didn't taste that good. Right. Because <laughs> primarily, it it doesn't match. Because the people that are good with the honey, which are meteries, can't have grain in their facilities because that's against the rules. Huh. So they can't make a bracket. Right. So if you notice when it comes about, it's at a brewery, but they collab with the meadery for the honey. Oh, yeah, that is true. And since yeah. they really don't understand it, you know, they throwing all kind of stuff in it to try to make it taste good. Or some go literal, and it's literally honey and malt, and that's it. Right. You know, 
So it's hard finding a good one. Are the good ones out there? Probably, but you would probably have to search. Mm-hmm. So just the, even meads, depending on the, the first mead you have, it's going to determine if you're going to try it again or not. You know, your first one might have not been good, or it might, might have, or it might. Um, so I kind of took a step at meads because my sister she likes meads, so she made a few, um, and we made one of those at twenty five percent. Okay. Of course, of course you did. <laughs> Absolutely. Why, why wouldn't he? You know, you're not making eight percent mead. <laughs> the lower ones were about sixteen, you know, and I still have a few of those left. So they're about they were basically in the beginning of my journey in 2020. So we have a few of those left, but everybody loved them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I kind of wanted to set myself apart, so I kind of, like I said, I did a lot of studying and stuff. So I started going towards the bracket route. And then my version of beer. So pretty much I don't carbonate. All my stuff is still. Um, I think it lends to the mouthfeel and kind of the vibe I'm going for. So kind of some say I'm in between liquor and in between beer or it's not because of the ABV is not yeah. beer, but it is. It just, there's other companies that big beer is just different, right. you know. Right. So um, I say yeah. the last year and a half, I pretty much haven't really brewed anything under 20. Mm. And you don't carbonate house anything? Now. Nope. No carbonation at all. Wow. Is there a reason behind that? One, with the high it? ABVs, is it's a little bit harder, okay. especially naturally, because usually most yeasts can't tolerate the high, you know, the high alcohol content. Okay. So they either die out or just, you know, go dormant. Um, if you if you force carbon, I hate to say it, but it adds a different flavor to your brew. Yeah. And also, that's money and time. Right. I'm like, it's not worth it. And then those, those that you know had my beer, like, nah, keep it like this. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's I never even, bo- I never even bothered, I never even bothered going trying to try it anymore. Okay. Just, all my stuff is non carbonated. So, so that's kind of like my signature thing that everybody expects when they try my stuff. Okay. So is everything? Okay. So nothing's canned. Everything's bottled. Everything's bottled. Yeah. In the beginning, I did try some plastic bottles, but then because of COVID and, and supply chain stuff. Right. Yeah. That kind of got hard to do, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try to find bottles, and then I try. I found it bottles that I can put for per category of things that I'm doing. So right. when you see that bottle, you, you kind of got an idea what it is. What kind of? Yeah. Um, I had a hunt for some of them, like the big bottle you see. I get I got that shit from Canada, and I bought a a pallet. So I got a pallet of that in my basement. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and then other one, ones I can buy them as I need them. Is it is it this one you're talking about? Yep. Okay. So I bought a pallet of those. It's a different shape than most you see. Yeah. And that was the only place I seen that had it. And so I've been I've just made it, had a pallet shipped to me, and that's what I use for my five hundreds. Yeah. Yeah, these bottles are like real fancy to me. It makes me oh, feel yeah. elegant. The, the price point goes <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, the that, price point goes up that, just looking yep, at the bottle. That's where I was going yep. with this. Mm-hmm. So what's the what's the price point on something like this? Uh for me, uh that is thirty. Thirty, okay. okay. That's good. Well, it's, it's well, it's, like you said, it's a real, it's a real sociable one. Like if you were coming yeah. to a party, you like you, br- you bring, you, yo, who got yo, the brick? Let me who tell you, brick? If this oh, was in somebody the stores, got the brick. Yo, if this <laughs> was in the stores here, boy, I'm telling you, because I like to buy henny every once in a while. You know, drink my little <laughs> henny shit. But if I could get this, man, fuck that henny, boy, I'll be like. <laughs> And it's it's, it's, it's like what you better. with you and Mac like with the high ABVs y'all y'all challenge liquor drinkers to to, to like a beer right that is and, true and both of you guys both present 
like very, very delicious beers at the high ABV where you don't know until you take like your fifth sip because you said <laughs> we was only take two finger pours. When you're on your second, when you're on your fourth finger, then you you know what's going on. But uh, when you on your when you on your second and a half, your third finger, you still like this. It still tastes good. It's, and look, I'm four fingers in it. It, it tastes even better. Yes, yeah. I, need I, I have a, I have a question though. Like you said, you have some still from 2020. Does your yep. beer does because it's in the bottle? Does it age well? Does it age differently? Does it taste different from like 20, the 2020 version versus if you popped it today? Um. Some of them taste similar, some change slightly, because, I mean, I aged all, I got, if you look in my beer cellar, from other beers that even I bought, I got some from 2005, mm, that, 2014, wow, aging. Wow. Because um, you want to, I, I, what I try to do is, and it only really works with big beer. Right. So, watching the evolution, yeah, it'll come to a point that it doesn't taste good, right? Mm-hmm. So, basically, it's watching the evolution to see how it tasted. So you would taste it in the beginning when they first made it. Right. You might try it maybe a year from then or six months. You might try it two years from then just to see if there's, what the differences are as it's maturing. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with mead. They, the more they age, the better they taste. Yeah, yeah. So um, when, you, when you're tasting them, are you popping from the bottle and recorking the bottle or, or is it? Yep. Like, okay. I got fresh bottles that never been corked. I got bottles that's been open, mm-hmm. but they're corked. You know, and that's part of the reason why I went the cork route. Cause I'm not forcing you to drink the whole thing. That's kind of stupid. Right. This is dumb. No, no, it's, it's <laughs> that's stupid. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, when when it's like I mean, when it's like when it's three, that, that dude in one session, but when it's three or know. four, when it's three or four people, I could see yeah. like one bottle going through, but one bottle per person. <laughs> I might, be, I might. Be yeah, there's some bottles listen, that you do are it. Long, you are there's alone. There's some people out here to do it. God, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man, I feel like that's a. So this is delicious. I can really, drink this whole. Bottle it's really good, but I'm at the end. When you, stand, I don't, when you go to stand up, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> when I go to stand up, it's party time. I don't know. It may be <laughs> this honey in there, boy. You know that. Honey I feel like it's all the, Oh, speaking of the honey, thank honey, you for bringing up the honey. Good for you. Do you do you have your own bees? Do you have any? Uh, so, do you want to? That I don't. Bees? So right now I go through a, a local place that's okay. you know about an hour from me, um, and also I get some stuff shipped from Maryland. Um, when I want more variety stuff, because mm-hmm. there's things coming down the pike that I've been testing and stuff. Um, so really, I'm at the stage now of trying to locate a place, work with a lawyer, you know, get up money, and basically, I kind of want to do it a different way when I open up. But you know, pretty much I'm gearing up for that because mm-hmm. in my state, I'm pretty much going to have to be considered a a brew distillery mm-hmm. because of my ABV level. Because like I said, the cap here is. 13, right. 14. So basically my stuff because of the ABV level is considered distilled in my state. Okay. So okay. Okay. basically uh back door I'm gonna have to go in as basically a bustillery to do it. So after work when I work with a lawyer, I'll figure out what is actually gonna be considered. Um I primarily I think wanna sell out of state at first. And I might do like uh maybe pick up <laughs> only from, from my spot at first. Okay. Um and then I guess we just go from there. Um, so that's kind of the steps I'm working on now. So basically, I just been in the phase of right. I got tons of recipes out, but I just haven't done none of them. But I've been testing a few, um, bouncing off ideas off people I met on Instagram and some of my friends. Um, you know, underground. You know, basically building up some money. You know, for doing this endeavor and trying different flavor profiles, kind of figuring out like 
what I'm good at and what's kind of the lane I want to be in. So pretty much I want to be considered kind of the top shelf of beer. Okay. Yo, I like that you just said that, like, you're looking at what you're good at. Like, because, you know, some people go into the game, this beer game and any type of game, just trying to, like, really just keep up with everybody else. And some of the shit that they're not good at, they're just doing it because they see everybody else doing like, it. Like, I make IPAs, I make stouts. Yeah, Because that's yeah. what people like. that's what people like, yeah. Where he's I, like, I'm going to yeah. make what I like right. and make you like it. And what I'm good at, yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing, yeah. you know, slowly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like a slow movement. Some people get scared. Right. Because of the number, but taste it. So that's really going to be the biggest challenge is getting people to taste my stuff, like going to festivals and things like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe doing through influencers or people doing tastings at places, even if they're private, just to get people to taste it, yeah. to under, understand it. You know that there's other types of beer out there. You I know, think, I think a good way. No to matter promote, where you at, you I know, a good way to, to promote it is like you said, the two finger pour. Like this is a cocktail, like. Drink it like you were right. drinking a cocktail. Don't don't drink this like it's a beer. It's, it's not gonna like, take you. It's, like it's never gonna line. take you. It's never gonna take you five of these <laughs> to get you right. Like if you take you five of these to get you right, you should go into a program like immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, need you know what I mean? Like you, you definitely you need, need help. help. Like need help. so, if you if you talk to them like this is a you're drinking a cocktail. Like this is a sippable beer. We don't chug this beer. Like it's no no need to chug this beer. And then the price point is not a chuggable beer, right? right? Like why right. would I chug anything yeah. like that? Well, I want to well, sip it and enjoy it. Unless I just got all the monies, you know what I mean. Well, no, the, the liters is about is about right for thirty dollars. So I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, just different, right? Yeah. You just get people. Okay. It's different than what everybody else is doing, you know. Yeah, um, yeah because I want to say I just bought the black ops for twenty. It had to be at least twenty five okay. dollars. So yeah. And listen, I don't mind. I don't know if we are influencers, but I'll influence the hell out of this. Yeah, hell yeah. I tell anybody. Yo, first to drink of all, this. honey, anything with honey that I, I like. Yeah, it's, but. Uh, but I do need that um, ginger one. I don't know what it was at the um, at Berlin Flow. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that is. There's only two bottles of that, and I got that in stash. Everything else is gone. What? <laughs> so so is you're, that not back, it, you're, you're not making it? You're not it no more. Uh, so basically, <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm making limited brews. Right? Mm. Yes, they will come back out, but you just don't know when. Gotcha. I like that too. So that keeps the interest peak. I guess mm-hmm. lets me keep being me. Um, like I said, the closest one to being something that I do on a regular would be the Dead Man Walking. Mm-hmm. But I've done different uh, variants of it. I don't know, man. I had, I, got, to, I had you back for a second until you said, oh, it'll come back out, but you won't know it. Are you just talking to like the people, or this is like don't we talk tell off me, air about uh, we talk off air about our specials? I want to know what it comes. Yeah, we get the special. We listen, oh, listen. Yeah, because you know sometimes it might come back a year from now, two years from now. Like Dead Man Walking, I'm like I said, I made this back in 2020, and then this is the new 2022. Mm-hmm. Is it? it you, you know, said it's a different variation. What's the difference? Uh, what's the difference from? So the two sometimes, years? depending on how I like the first one, I may tweak the recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, this recipe is close to the same. Only difference is because I'm getting better at the aging process. I decided my IPA is going to be barrel aged. Mm. So I, mean, I, mean, I know that's going to smell delicious. And then I made a, I a bigger version of it. A big, I made a bragging version of it mm. uh, called Dead Man Resurrected. Oh, okay. Well, since we're talking about oh, Dead oh, Man, okay. And that's what I had at the VIP event. Yeah, that's a slimmer bottle too. That bottle's sexy. <laughs> 
It's 32%. That's why. Oh, damn. Yeah. She's, uh, she, uh, she is sexy. So at what point she, does it she's become... A, she's a woman to me, Wendell. So I'm just curious. <laughs> at what, point, at what point, point does it become illegal? <laughs> I think it got to go like 63. 63% or something. What do you mean? What do you mean? Because <laughs> these, these ABVs are high as hell. Doesn't it vary so, for state to state? Because you said in your state, it's a, it's is a cap. cap? It's capped at like all states got a cap, so like okay. I know ours is capped at fourteen. I know cause talking to breweries, there's beers above that cap, right. but they say it's thirteen nine. Because right. <laughs> I kept saying, why is everything thirteen nine? There's no way you can get on hit thirteen nine for every type of beer you make. And they told me, I'm like, okay, that kind of understands, but I, I don't think I can lie and say this is thirteen nine. It's right. just not gonna happen. Right, wow. right. So that's why. So really, the only way around it is. They're gonna basically classify me as a, as a, as a distilled spirit, yeah, yeah, but okay. I don't really understand the ins and outs. That's for him to figure out. Right, 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 right. right. But I know it can be done because you can do, you know, you can do that. Plus, I'm venturing to trying other things also. Okay. That, you know that I, you know, we all kind of know what it is, but it's not. But it, it doesn't have color in it, and it's gonna be based on honey. So I don't have a few. Test out there, is and even from the distillery. You giving us riddles? Is that a riddle? <laughs> yeah, that's a riddle. Yeah, I paid a toll. <laughs> said it's, it's honey, so, but it's white. So, There's no color in it. <laughs> a, white man, a white man running around with a a honey skirt, and that's the number. Okay, fifty, fifty-five, fifty-five. Yep, he gonna hey, put a double man, nickel. He gonna put a double nickel on a goddamn. Beer. <laughs> yo, I could. Yo, this uh, this changes the game though. Like <laughs> these are game changers, like for real, for yeah. real. Like this because is, it's, so it's really good. The limits, it's really good, Brit. So really I'm good just there. pushing the limits where brews can be. You know, I'm having fun with it. You know, my house yeast, I got it, got it where I wanted. You know, it's doing what I needed to do. Um, so all I can do is kind of mimic styles, but you know, there's all kind of brewing ideas out there. So I kind of got my style mixed from stuff I read and kind of how they made that machine that I bought from you, Kickstarter. You, you self-taught? Yep. Damn, nice. That's crazy. Yo, like, so, uh, you got a house yeast? That means you made it? Yep. You cultivated so it? So it's a mix of others. It's, they, it's the one I've been using. I I just grow it out when I need it and do my own brews. What, Wendell, um, Wendell, 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 stop, stop, Wendell. You, you said you fix cars on the side. What do you do? Well, that that's what I that's what I you know do in my as a hobby. Well, this is uh, kind of was a hobby, but uh, but my job I um I'm a regional manager for a wheel repair company, you know, and we're in 16 states. I'm a regional manager, so I'm over the southeast and now the southwest. So sometimes I do traveling and stuff, but um, so I pretty much brew on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Use the technology, I can watch it. My sick other she'll watch it for me. You know, um, if I'm out, um, but pretty yes, much it yeah. does what it does because I got the grass. I know what it does and when it's going to be done. So, you know, it's not too bad. Look, man, we've been doing this thing for almost four years. I ain't never met nobody that make their own You're geese. Right. This is, like, <laughs> I thought he was going to say I'm a, as a real scientist, not like me. <laughs> I don't. Like, like a real deal. I don't. Yeah. So, you know, one of the costs is buying yeast. So I bought yeast. You know, I tried. I found mm-hmm. I had an idea of what I wanted to use. I bought it. It kind of came close to what I wanted to do. Stuff that I discovered online. I used her techniques with it and grew it out. And that's what I make my families off of. And I got some that are mixed cultures. And it does what it does. It eats. 
Yo, man, I, that's that, awesome, man. Yo, it's that. It's and it's not saying that. Yes, there's people using that yeast. I'm not telling what it is, right. mm-hmm. but they don't get the same. They don't get the same thing out of it. So now, are you giving? Are you selling your yeast yet? Nope. Okay, nope. so it's just man, it's all. It's all me. Uh, I'm using it for my stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, some yeah. of my techniques is proprietary. You know, so that's kind of the tough part of where I'm at now. Because either I'm doing it myself or I ain't. Yo, I can't so I can't really contract story. brew and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I got to give away my stuff and teach somebody gotcha. how to make my stuff. Gotcha. All right. So we're going to jump into and, this uh, this dead man walking. Uh, the dead man. The dead man walking. Dead man walking? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, he said, hold on. Hold my beer. Okay, let me get let me get that, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm about to get some, too. <laughs> I'm afraid. This dead man walking. This is So you said this is what you make the most of. This is your, uh, so is it, is it still your, is it, would you consider your best seller, your favorite beer to make, your favorite beer to drink? Um, why is it, why is it what you make the most? It's, it's oh. the simplest beer I make. Ooh, like simple, it means the easiest for you, for you to make? Or is it like yep. ingredients wise? It's still, ingredients wise and to make, I have made enough that I can close my eyes. I don't need a recipe book. I know how much of each because it's two different malt. What the hell is going on with this? <laughs> so... So, like I said, this is the variant that you're doing, and then because of my man in Chicago, I have another variant of this sitting on blueberries. Just to let y'all know. What? Come on, man. You do you doing too? Come you, on. You do a lot of stuff, man. I was gonna say you're doing too much, but you're not. You're just doing a lot. You're just doing a lot. Let me see this goddamn bottle. Yo, I can't wait. Look, I'm sitting up there thinking to myself, I can't wait till I'm watching TV one day and they be like, "Oh, I bought you a bottle." You know how white people are. Uh-huh. I bought you a bottle, and, and it's, it's one of these. Yeah, yeah, be yeah. Like, <laughs> I bought a bottle to the party. Jeez, <laughs> and it's uh, as brick, brick, t- terrarian, that's <laughs> brick. It's brick. Yep. At this brick, brick beer. Yo, that is yeah. am- it's am- this is amazing. <laughs> Yo, is that so, the ABV the high ABV life that hashtag is that yours? I never yep. seen that before. So that's why it's on everything. Yeah. Even on even on the back of my yeah, hat. That's why when I seen it when um, we came when we was at the festival, that's when I saw it the first time. Yep. Yep. That's why it's on my tent on all my stuff. So that's me. Um so, so what besides just the obvious, the the high ABVs on the bottle, like is that like a like a lifestyle? Like you, is that like a like like a ma- mantra? Like you living a high high percentage, high like the high life, like or the just nah, like, it's always just, over fifty percent. No, it's just that you know most people think nine ten percent beer is high, and because of the books, but it, it's not. <laughs> yes, they know? do. Um, I, I thought I, I thought so. I thought so. <laughs> Sheesh, you know, but you know. To me, 13 and up, you're starting to live that life, to me, of drinking big beers. Like, I hear people saying they, they're all about the big beers, but when I see them, they're drinking 10%, 9%, you there 5%. Looking like they're like, <laughs> Every blue moon, you might see a 14, but, like, I know guys just like me that's out there looking for these big beers at 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, you know. You know, I don't um, mind them at all. Hey, yo, but, see, it's sometimes you can get a, um, a beer with a high AV. ABV and that's all it is. It's just yep, high I ABV. agree. Like it's just liquor. We like, stay saying like it it's even, so boozy, but yeah, so none of these, these are, are boozy. so smooth. Not boozy so at smooth. all. Like, so what do you classify as boozy? Because so, I'm interested in mine. Is on when I classify it. I don't know if it's different for the fellas, but when I classify, it, it's on the back end. Like the aftertaste after I swallow when it comes back up, it's like, dang, that tastes like tequila, yeah, or dang, yeah. that tastes like gin, and that that's or like. A lot of times when I hear it, but when I say it again, right now is aged in gin. 
Yeah, see, I don't taste. I don't but like gin at all. I don't taste the gin. And see, that's the thing. I, I, I that, can taste the gin a little bit though. Yeah, see, I wouldn't drink it if I knew it was gin in it. You know what I mean? Like, and that's another thing. Everything barrel aged, I take it as booze. I already know going in is boozy, but your barrel aged stuff isn't. Yeah, isn't boozy at all. It's is I don't. What, I, is it the carbonation? Sweet, maybe pro, maybe because it's not carbonated. It's also a sweet profile. It's, sweet. it's definitely well. sweet. So that, that definitely, definitely yeah. and that, that's you know that's my Negro <laughs> palate there. I love that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I like, like sweet shit. But see, that's the thing. When I say boozy, I, I think of like because you know when you get a bottle, of, uh, just a straight bottle of bourbon, right? Mm. If I can smell, open that bottle of bourbon, I can immediately just smell that's the bourbon. That's what you consider boozy. And then I open up a, a barrel aged beer. And it smells the exact same way. <laughs> then I'm like, wait yeah. a minute, uh, this is just very. So boozy liquor. doesn't have anything to do with the taste to you. Nah, it does because so I smell it first, but yeah, then it, so the, the taste is there too, like gotcha, the straight liquor. Gotcha. But this has you can actually yeah. taste. I think it's the sweetness that kind of cuts it back from being so boozy. And, and is yeah, that sweetness because of, because you're using the honey? Yeah, the balance of it. Yeah. Um, and this one doesn't have any in it. There ain't no honey in wait, there? Wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold up. In that one. This tastes like... What's, what, what's in it? What's in it? What's in it? <laughs> I'm so confused. Come a little closer I'm to the so camera. What's in it? What's in it? <laughs> Wendell, man. What you doing, Wendell? Wait, what is on. happening? Come on, what's in it? <laughs> it ain't, so, so all your beers got honey in it, but the one that tastes like honey don't got no honey in it? Most of my beers have honey. There's a few that don't. Okay. And this is. But I'm going to probably it. start doing honey of some amount in all of them. Okay. Okay. Because you want to be, be, be the honey man? So Can we call you the honey man? <laughs> no? See, and that's part of why my logo is why it Cheers is, you know? Yeah, so sir. is this molasses? That's like, <laughs> what is the sweet? What is this? <laughs> what is the sweet flavor? Oh, sir. <laughs> what's, what's, what's cutting back on the booziness? It's, it's just the style of how I do it, you know? And then even like the bow, you got to think about it. Some places, reason why you smell it up front like that is if the bowel is wet when they put the the beer in it, all of that's going to add to it, right? Right. So it's going to raise the proof of it, the the ABV of the beer also because it's in there. Okay. Okay. Some people pour that out and drink it, <laughs> and then whatever's left in the wood right. is what you get in it. Because yeah. really, what you after in the bowel is the wood flavors. Right. Because mm-hmm. remember, all in them grains of wood, there's different types of compounds in it, which gives you different flavors. Right. And also, because that spirit is in there, some of that also is soaked through the wood. Right. So that's kind of what you want in it more than the spirit in it. Right. Okay. Isn't that that's that's the devil's cut, right? <laughs> so yeah. it's pretty much, you know. <laughs> So, you know, so it's just pretty much how you want to go about it. Like some want that bourbon flavor or mm-hmm. cherry flavor heavy. So they, we'll you know, the bowels are more wetter. So they, gotcha. they, all that gets absorbed in it. So that kind of takes over a little bit. Yeah. I kind of want my stuff that meld together so that it all is harmonious together. And that one really thing like stands out. There it goes. That's it right there. That's it. Because <laughs> he not leave because that's what makes the other ones real boozy because they probably leaving some some, some the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just taking it dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Where are that's you getting your? Is. Do you you get your barrels from different places? Do are they one use barrels for you? Um, so usually I'm second use. 
I mean, I buy some online. Plus, I'm I'm trying other techniques of barrel aging. That's less. Um, so I'm not oxidizing my beer as much. So I'm trying. I want to do a side by side to see if there's a difference in one brew. Um, cause they, cause there are some places out there that are doing it that way. Um, so I'm just right now experimenting on what's the best way and easiest way for me to get that foul flavor in my beer. You know, um, you were out the box type of thinking, like it's like, hey, they doing it this way. I'm gonna tweak it and not do it that way. Just a little bit or a lot of bit to make. Money yeah, like even my brew style is different than what most do. Most probably, you know. Call me a blasphemous <laughs> way I'm doing it, but it works. My yeast like that style. It works. Plus, like I said, because it's an unknown quantity, I've been experimenting by holding beers and stuff back. Mm-hmm. Even people that drink my beers, they're doing it at different temperatures: eighty mm-hmm. degrees, mm-hmm. room temperature, ice cold, refrigerated. I didn't even just ask to you see. Where, I, where to do this beer. I just threw them in the fridge. I didn't even think about it. But with, they need it, it, cold now because you you really want it to warm up. So fridge is too cold. You probably want it around that fifty-five okay. range and up. Okay. So as my beer warms up, you're gonna get more flavors. Right. The yeah, colder it is, the less of the flavors you're gonna get. Because okay. right now these almost most, feel like they're at room temperature. Most yeah. beers are like that if you think about it. Right. But mm-hmm. some of the, I say the macro beers like Bud and all of them cores, because of how their beers are, they do not taste that good. So that's why they market to us ice cold, cold like it's a good thing. Right. <laughs> so most people think having an ice cold beer is how it should be, but really, most good craft beers you want it warmer, mm. so that you can get those intricate tastes and aromas. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of closed up when it's cold. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next time, keep them at warm room temperature and, these, and warm them up as we these go. Are, these are pretty warm, right? right. Now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's kind of like, like, like a stout. Like if you drink like, it cold, yeah. and then mm-hmm. as the day, as it gets warmer in your hands, or as the in the experience, you have different notes and different things like that. So, that, so that do makes, you think that makes sense? Do you think that with all high ABV or just your uh, specific type? of Nah, beer? all pretty much all beers. All beers. If you can't drink a beer warming up, then. I got to chill it back down. <laughs> yeah, kind of, I mean, I hate to say it, but I mean, if that's what they like, that's fine. But if you're going for a craft beer, you should be able to drink it at a good range of temperature. I'm not saying that it needs to be scalding at 80, 90 body temperature. No. But, you know, you should be able to appreciate it as it warms up. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes this sense. is definitely like this. This one was this the dead man walking one? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. This one is a good sit by the, the fire pit. Type going mm-hmm. and just be like, y'all be busting it up, right? you and your boys, like with a nice cigar or something. Like this is, and that's what some people do. They, you know, they like the so the cigar guys are kind of liking some of these. Even spirit drinkers that gravitate toward towards it because of the complicated flavors. Mm-hmm. It's not per yeah. se. Yeah, the has something to do with it. But think about it, if you're drinking bourbons, um, tequilas, you know, mezcals and different things. Most of them are drinking it, maybe with a cube in it, or straight up, and they got different notes and aromas and flavors, and most of them are drinking it at room temp. Right. So, some of them kind of got out of the beer game because it's not flavorful and it's, uh, or, it's, or they just use it as a chaser. Right. But now they're looking for something that's up to their palate of basically what they're drinking, mm-hmm. or something that mixes well when it's chugging on a cigar. Yeah. Cause this is definitely that that for me. I'm like, yes, <laughs> <I would love laughs> this, this is crazy. 
What we going? We going to open up this one next? Yeah. Let me get some more of the, uh, the, Look at you. the, the West Side Story. We got, we got, we got, we got to move to this one. Yeah. I, but we, y'all can move to wherever y'all want to move. Man, you going to move to this one too, bro. What you going? What you want more? What's the uh, the second one? What um? What is? Who did the artwork on this bottle? So pretty much, we make all our labels in house right now. I got a place that I can get designs from, and then we basically put the label together. Um, you know, I've grown over the time. Like my first labels were kind of made out of paper, you know, adhesive. So you know, once they get wet, they disintegrate. Mm-hmm. You know, but now I got waterproof labels. You know, so they look. The color looks a lot better. And now it'll last going in, in some ice, you know, if somebody's keeping them chilled. Right. Um, you know, um, so just basically playing with it. Um, I mean, eventually once, you know, I go, I guess, go pro, you know, I'll probably try to work with black artists to, you know, rent, basically kind of do me some more labels, you know, um, as I keep, you know, growing different things. But I still want to kind of stay limited. Um, so I'll probably probably bring stuff out kind of do now a couple times a year um i might have a, you know a special one that comes out and then eventually i want to do a club okay yeah that's where my crazy stuff you know because i probably in my club do spirits and do wait what's yeah what's a club like no a, no like it didn't even like, like i get the like club a membership part, like a like membership a, oh okay. yeah okay. membership gotcha. Thank when, you. He so, said, when you say your crazy stuff i'm trying to figure out where in my head where is that <laughs> <laughs> So like, like this is one of them, right? You know, thirty-two um, is crazy. I do have a. I've been playing around with a forty-seven and a half percent limoncello. Oh man! Hold on a second. <laughs> a limoncello? What is happening here? Listen, man, this guy. Who is this guy? <laughs> this guy, Rick <Victoria. laughs> you know? Oh for 50. man! Oh, uh. look at that! It looks beautiful. <laughs> but you see how I got it suspended. Yeah, yeah. Man. you know, I got the, got the nice, hot, sexy, high heels. Right, right. <laughs> that's know? a girl too. She a girl. That's a lady too. Yo, wait, you where, know, wait. Where are you at? Where are you located at? I'm in Georgia. In right? Georgia, I'm in Georgia. What yes. part? What parts what of Georgia? Part? So I'm in Southwest. So I'm in uh, Lagrange. Okay, so I'm, uh, because <laughs> what you got planned for next? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get out there. I need to go. <laughs> Well, DM me because, like I said, I'm I'm we everywhere, friends, we friends but now, I'm not. We friends now. <laughs> oh yeah, we friends now. yeah. Just, just DM me and I'll let you know what I have, and there you go. Yo, you the crazy because the thing is like not not taking away from anybody else, but like the creative mindset that you yeah, have is like box. outrageous. It's, it's yo. Out of the box thinking, like I love no, it. Nobody's no, nobody's. <laughs> he like this beer doesn't taste like it's. A thousand percent, like it. It only <laughs> tastes. It, it tastes like it's like five or six percent. It tastes like a maybe, maybe eight or nine. But you know what? What was crazy? I didn't know who he was when we went to to Berlin Flow, right? right? But when we, went, I knew who y'all were. Yeah, okay, I appreciate that. Thank but you. I didn't know. Well, who I, I knew were. who he was. I didn't know. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I heard of. I'm him. the most known unknown person. Yo, yeah, I was looking forward to tasting the beer, but I didn't. I hadn't met you. Yo, yet but like you that. know but what? I, I was like, oh, I realized he's guy. Yeah, I did realize he's a high ABV guy, but I knew something was wrong with him when I saw the overall. So I'm like, "Oh, this nigga is out the box on him because he got the overalls. He run around. He just. I'm like, yeah. Oh, he's doing this. He's serious. 
y'all silly. <laughs> and then everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's, some people didn't even know his name. That's the high ABV guy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, now, well, now everybody knows his name now. <laughs> the most known unknown guy in the yeah, world. Yeah, that's what he said. That's it. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that's changing every day. I'm sure now people walk up to him and or or reach out to him and know who he is. Mm-hmm. Yes, one, definitely. They went to the festival, had a good time, uh, experienced some of his uh, high ABV life. Style, yes. uh, either at the VIP or or at the festival, so they know uh, when to look for them and when they when, where they at. I ain't gonna lie, um, I went back to that table for that ginger joint like maybe four or five times. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I stopped drinking about two o'clock because mm. I was. Now, <laughs> now I know you. Now I know you were at the uh, you were at Barrel and Phil, like, but do you do a, a lot of festivals throughout the year? Or no, that was my first one. Okay. That was um, first. Wow! Wow! wow. So pretty much I'm just underground. Mm-hmm. Um, how did the festival I mean, go for you? Right, that's like what it. I was going to ask. How, how did you like it? Um, it was great, man. Um, you know, talk with you know Dave. Of course, I talked to him on the phone a few times before we got there. But um, you know, I guess so. I understand why they wanted to collab. I, I get it, but I was like, I'm not doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for your my first stuff time is too out. different, yeah. and it's, yeah, yeah. it's not. Say, that and it's not me. Right. Yeah. Right. If you and the other brewery would have been compromised, y'all have, it wouldn't have been a collab. It would have been a compromise, which isn't kind yeah, of... Yeah, you know, because you, if you go to one of the big guys, they don't want control on the narrative. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I got to see it at the table, buddy. I'm, no. Right. Right. And I brew different. So, like I said, I got things that are proprietary. So, it's really not in my best interest to. And that's what, what I've been told by breweries that I do talk to in my state and owners and also even distilleries. I know owners and they say, keep your stuff to yourself. My friends are telling me the same thing. Yeah. One of the lawyers I talked to said the same thing. So I just got to figure out how do I protect myself in those instances? Right. Cause my stuff is different. Right. right. Cause once, yeah. you know, cause even at Brown and flow, there are so many brewers coming to my tent, grilling me and one of my friends right. trying to get, you know, Get the skinny, and we like. Mm-mm. Yeah. I can give you some general terms, right, some yeah. general stuff that everybody should know. But right. other than that, nah. You need to do. Yeah, well, let us buy you yeast. I'm like, nah. No, not yet. No. <laughs> we, you need to do collaborations with non-breweries. Hint, hint. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that'll probably like, be the like only way I would probably do yeah. it. Like podcasts and things of that nature. <laughs> so that's kind of how I'm thinking. But you know, it's like um. Like I said, I'm still experimenting, testing the limits of what oh, I can yeah, do. Yeah. Um, that's we're definitely, just having, we're having here fun. For experimentations. Yeah, that's that's what's up. Um, that was good. Now we we are jumping into the uh, last one. The, this uh, was at the festival. Firewater right? Red Ale. Yeah. yeah, this was at the festival. I remember that. I was so stuck on the ginger joint. I don't even, I ain't even taste that one. You know, I like tequila. <laughs> so I was like, I got I got to taste what's going that one. With this tequila. Yeah, because this had tequila. This is bourbon and tequila. Yeah. Okay, tequila and a, and a bourbon barrel. Uh, they don't even make. Yo, they don't even make no drinks like cocktails with tequila and bourbon, do they? Right, but no. see that, and that's the crazy part. Still, this is not like it don't Mm-mm. taste like it's still sweet. It ain't boozy, it's, and it's still sweet. It's to me. not like because of, I mean I'm not a big bourbon drinker or a tequila drinker really, but this shit's banging. <laughs> what made you? What, like, what gave you the idea to mix the two uh, spirits, like tequila and bourbon, to get a beer out of it? Tequila and that was the barrel that that was the barrel that showed up at my house. Hey, hey, you know what? Yeah, it is. Works for me. Hey, wherever, <laughs> wherever inspiration comes from, go with it. <laughs> you like up? Oh, I like. I think this was this red L will be great in that. All right. 
Hey, it is. It worked. It is. This is good. Yo, that is that's crazy. That is crazy. Oh man, this is it. So so Same for this right. one, so for this one, you got a tequila barrel or or bourbon barrel or or both, or you can't even both. tell us. So it, it was a first use bourbon barrel, second use tequila barrel. Uh, okay. How long does something like that take? Like, so you you ferment the beer and then you put it in the bourbon barrel and you take it out after a while and put it in the tequila. How how long does that? No, hold? no. Was, so basically, same barrel. So same basically, barrel. somebody. Oh, I missed that. Made, they made a bourbon, aged it in the barrel. So that was probably first use. Oh, okay. Once okay. it was done with its three, four years or whatever, how long they had in there, they took it out. Then the tequila company bought it. Gotcha. They filled it up, and then now I got. It. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So all it's right, crazy right. because in Baltimore okay. they have a um a distillery. I can't remember the name of it, but. They had a bourbon tequila. So what happened was it got it came from a tequila company. The uh, the barrel did, and then they aged their bourbon, bourbon in it. In and it. So, okay, yeah. so it's kind of reversal what went. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. awesome, awesome. Yeah, wow. that's cool. I wouldn't even know that that bur- that barrel exists. Yeah, I have the bottle at home if you want yeah. to try some. So, I, definitely. So I know you 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 kind of mentioned it uh, and like coming and passing in terms of the next steps in terms of what uh, Bricktarian is going to do. So so it is going to have a brick and mortar or or is it mm. just going to be more uh, a distribution type of uh, operation? Um, I think in the beginning it's probably going to be more towards manufacturing and distributing. Okay. Um, and then you know if I get it to a good point. You know, because you kind of got to make enough money to for the baby to succeed on his own. Right. So right now, I kind of build my model so I can keep my job for at least a couple more years. Okay. Because still got bills to pay, right. notes to pay, you yeah. know. <laughs> and then as I get this more, maybe I might lead towards a, some type of in-house, you know, tap room. But... Right, ideally, right now is this low overhead, and most people who do breweries, you're depending on the community you're in to mm. basically support you. Right, you know, and right. kind of where I live, it is kind of kind of far. So I figured I'd go on the mass amounts of people in the different states. So if I can distribute, you know, if I can get my stuff online to say even twenty states out of the fifty. Right. That gives me a more of an audience that can try my stuff. Yeah. Right. And then if you are local to me, you can at least come visit. Or if you in town from another state, you can come visit and buy to go bottles, go on a tour or whatever, and mm-hmm. you know. Okay. I and mean, then, and once I get it to a certain point, maybe then I'll go that route. But um, you know, just different ways to skin a cat. Like some are contract brewing, so they're not actually making it. And then they're because the states they're in, they can distribute themselves. So then they go on that route of doing it. Some got the ability to get the money up and start a tap room right from the get-go, you know, right. and still brew some beers. And, you know, some do the model of just do it all in-house. You come to them, buy beer on drive, take to-go bottles, and that's how they do it. Some kind of do that, and they also distribute through, you know, a distribution network so that they can go in stores, liquor stores, and stuff like that. So I'm just choosing a kind of a, a less big path because a lot of the things I hear from breweries is if I could have – do it different again. I want this right. be. I want to be how I am. Yeah. Like one guy told me, I can make the same money I'm making now with half the size of equipment that I have. Wow. If I don't win another route. Wow. So, wow. I, so that kind of stuck with me. Like, yeah. right. Just because you got all the big fermenters and all that, and you being distributed, sometimes that's not the best way because they take a big chunk of your money. Right. right. Yeah. And and, so, and, so and you got to really pump out. And because you don't like carbonate, so I guess and 
being on tap and stuff like that is probably not a, a thing, right? Nah, you can tap. I mean, I tapped that barrel of foam. Oh, I just okay. got enough CO2 to push my stuff out. All right. Okay. And then I just got to make sure that once I was done, I let all the you know CO2 out at the end. Okay, gotcha. Right. So I can get a keg of it. <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying to figure out ways. Figure out how to get, get a keg, you know. A, if a I keg get of this, keg. bro. <laughs> <laughs> so where where he at? Somewhere on the floor, somewhere. Yeah, Yo, you know what's funny though? It's like it's like looking at looking at the tasting this and looking at it. I feel like every bottle was an exclusive. It's just like it seems like everything should just be exclusive. Like I should only be able to get this one time, like or, or almost like, you should number the label. Yeah, yeah. Like it's crazy because like, if you because like even if you, you were like I got I made this in 2020, but I opened one in 2020. I opened this yeah. last week. I'm gonna go open another one five years from now. Like just even having them numbered. Like yeah, I need this number 23 got opened in eight. 20 fucking 42. <laughs> yeah. It's delicious. Number 23 bottle is great. And right. That, and look, a number 23 bottle that's 40 years old, that bottle's expensive. Right. That bottle's right. a collector's item. Right. That's the other thing, too, right? Like, the aging part, even because of my style, I heard people say different things of some beers that, that's done that way, and there's beers that should be done that way that aren't, because mm-hmm. that's part of the style, but people don't know that, but I don't say nothing. They got to do their own homework. <laughs> but my goal while I'm doing that is to see, I guess, how far I can take it to when it's not good, you know? Right. Then I kind of know. And the only way to know that is to push it. Keep on pushing. You know, even the, AB, even the ABV, the yeast, ate, no yeast is really expected to do this kind of ABV. Mm. But it doesn't mean that it can if you learn how to take care of it. Right. And, and there's some tricks to help put the odds more in your favor that they'll do that. Um, you can get some of the high ABVs without doing like wine yeast and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You didn't. Uh, you I don't know if you answered the question. Do, do you want to ever own your own bees? Um, I don't know. If I did, <laughs> I don't have time. Bees take a lot of work. Right. Yeah, yeah. I know that from people I know that do have their own. Yes, it's, it's a lot of work taking care of those um bees. But okay, I know where he's going with this. You know, depending on like my property. I got enough room that I can have bees. I mean, because I got almost six acres. Okay. Um, so if somebody that was welcome to me wanted to expand their bee <laughs> empire, I would be, I would be open. I would be open to share my land as long as I get some of that. Right. Yes. Give right. me that honey. You know? right. give, give me um, some of that right. honey. You got these bees. Yeah. You know. So I'll be open to that. Gotcha. Or gotcha. if I eventually, depending on what properties I pick, if I had enough land on it for that. I would be open to have it if somebody went to tend to them and stuff yeah, like that. Right, I would be open okay. to have hives on. So, you know, as long as somebody else took care of it, yeah, I'll be open to that. You. you know, definitely. I can, I can see but that. that's work. Yeah, right. for sure, for sure. No, I mean, you got your own. And I know there's some meetings that do that. Honey. Some of them do that, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, being that your your beer is it's kind of like, an, I guess, an ex- more than, more than, not, not just experience. drinking, it's an experience. Yeah, yeah. It is. This is, like, the, this is the first time we didn't have a podcast together and. Wow! Since like March, so, since March. <laughs> so, dude, is it like? Do you do a lot of? Do you do take like tap takeovers around the country in terms of like yo? It's kind of like um Utopia does, like um, um Sam Adams does with like Utopia when that comes out because that's a high ABV that you can only do like a two ounce pour on. Like, do you do like uh, experiences like that throughout the the country or where you? Nah, about not yet. Like I said, I've just pretty much been underground. Okay. Um, I mean, locally, I might go places. To some of my local breweries, okay. owners that I'm cool with, and you know, damn model, as long as I can have some, bring it, you right, know. Right. And you know, 
everybody talk. We drinking some of their stuff, so they're making money. Right. And then all of us are partaking of different things. But some people bring bottles in. Um, like I did that last night, you know, um, at one of the breweries. About hour 45 from me. Right. You know, um, I went up there, you know, met some people. You know, some that partake, some that, you know, I've seen it around on Instagram. Right. Um, and we all just talked and, you know, tried some of the um, the beers that they had at the brewery we was at. Because I think they was doing that damn beer line. Um, if you ever heard of Cherry Street? Mm. Um, but the actual brewery, because he has three locations now. Okay. But he was up at a hops farm, the owner. So I guess his folks were running it. His pop stopped by and was chilling with us. Oh, nice. Because um, he owns a restaurant next door. Okay. So, um, but, but they do some pretty good barrel aid stuff. Um, so is this, I've been slowly trying to get out more just so people can try my stuff. Uh, I got a few others that are kind of sh- trying to share my stuff just cause I don't know. Sometimes my stuff ends up in California in some places. Right. I don't know how they got it. Right. <laughs> I, 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 I talk about, Oh, it's good. I'm like, how'd he get it? Like, right. Who gave it to me? You know, I, well, I don't know. Well, <laughs> well I, I can already tell like once, once distribution actually kind of st- like when you really start ramping up distribution, this will be like the oh, bottle yeah. share King. Like yeah. who got oh, the yeah. brick? Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. hey, whoever brings the brick to the, uh, to the bottle share is Lit. winning. Yeah. The bottle yeah share. Right. Right, right. <laughs> like, cause they're like, oh, hi, like, oh, who got it? So I'm sure everybody's stuck gonna start looking for it at their uh, local bottle shares. So is it? So are these being sold in uh, in any stores or anything? Like even in Georgia? Nope. So right now I'm still trying to work on getting my licenses. Okay. So basically, you gotta one have keys to a place. So that's the step right. I'm at. And then once you go through that, it's just going through the licensing um, to get it. And then I know, like for me. The lawyer's really gonna have to you know work on different things to uh to make basically make it happen and then guide me through how I wanna do it and gives me the you know the ins and out the best way to you know do that. And even the future things I wanna do, you know? Yeah, you definitely gonna need some uh good attorney. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because he said he had a lot of proprietary stuff, so there's a lot of trademarks and all that yeah, kind of stuff right. and that has to go into it as well. Yeah, because the main thing I gotta protect myself, like yeah. like contract room, I can never do that. Right. And right, even some right, of those yeah. that are doing it are still holding some of this stuff back because they're yeah. scared that the brewery going to take it. Because right. mm-hmm. you're basically relying on somebody to take care of your baby right. and make it right. And right. Yeah, not too many people do high gravity beer. Let's yeah. just be honest. Right. So, nah, I just I do it myself or, or no. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's actually kind of scary though. Right. <laughs> so that's kind of makes it a little slower process. So right now I just been really doing my work in the lab, trying different things. Teaching myself how to stuff. So, like I said, I taught myself how to do some things that you can't legally do, you know. But even those people that are in that industry, even they said it, they, that's how they do it. Like, how are you going to expect somebody to pay millions of dollars to open up a place and never try it? Right, right, right. I don't understand what's, what's, that. It's illegal because of prohibition. Right. And you got to get a license to do it. So, Yo. How you gonna get anybody that's good at it if right. you don't practice? Right. <laughs> yeah, right. and then like with all that work that you put in, like I feel like this, uh, you being modest, charging thirty thirty dollars for the for the bottle. To be honest, because that's yeah, what- you know, like most of like I said, most of them are thirty. Like this one's fifty. I pay fifty dollars for that. Yeah, I, I just want this. One, I just want this one's fifty. Right. You know, I guess when I start selling spirits, you no, know, they go they'll be seventy five to one hundred and fifty. Right. Right. Um, but you know, it's just, 
Yo, it's definitely you know? they definitely gonna be in restaurants talking about would you like a pour? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I mean, it could be a thing like that, you know. And then they charge whatever for the bottle for you to pee right. at the restaurant. Right, right, right. For a pour, it's like thirty dollars for the pour. Thirty dollars for the pour. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, and I think that's gonna be the hard part of getting my stuff on tap and stuff is just. I did the math with a couple of people that are doing this stuff, and it's gonna be tough to get my stuff on tap. Right. Okay. To make money for myself, right? Because right. right. really, it's about them, and it's something different. So right. mm-hmm. that's going to be the other part is either changing minds on that, or coming up with something else. Or that might be a, a do not for me. I don't know. Yo, I, I mean, at the, at the rate that you're going, and the way things are, the just based off of the the quality and stuff, people are going to be looking for you. Like at the end of the day, so they're going to be looking looking at like, hey, can we get your stuff on tap? Like. They're gonna be reaching out. Man. I see. I see like weddings and parties. Oh yeah, I see that definitely. too. Like, like let's just get that. Yeah. Like black girl on tap should be. I'm going on. to a wedding in, in two weeks. I will be glad. I'll be happy to yep. take. Yep. <laughs> twenty case, twenty <laughs> bottles. Of Even this. if I could take like two bottles, mm-hmm. I'll be good. Right. <laughs> you, you win the wedding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, all right. Do we got any more uh, questions for Wendell? You know how I be asking shit all in Well, it'll come. It'll come. We'll, it'll come. Well, we want to thank Wendell for coming on the podcast. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I mean, this was, uh, everybody was under the beer. We were all just chitting and chatting, you know? Yeah, yeah that's, that's what it is. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Bef- before we go, we always like to know how Hold people can. <laughs> you got to do any more questions. I asked, I like a, specifically like a, asked, like a does anyone have like any more questions? He's a child. I was, I was just curious. <laughs> Definitely a child. Because yeah, I, I, I like that. Is there merch being sold anywhere? Yes. Okay. It's always a Rick good question. Okay. I okay. wanted to go across because I was about to ask how can they find find out more about the information. <laughs> yeah, but that that well, that's true. Have, but that don't mean he would have said, "Oh, you can get the merch off of." He wouldn't have said that. He, might he may have, he, or he may not have. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I swear to goodness, man. I well, was, uh, well, how can people? We always like to find out how people can find you more information in terms of IG, what websites, Instagram, and like. How can they all find you? Find out about Bricketarian. Brick Terrain. Yep. So you can find me on IG at Brick Training Beer Hut. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Brick Training Beer Hut. Um, we have a website, BrickTrainingBeerHut.com. Um, so you can basically buy my merch there. We have t shirts, hats. Um, I sell glasses. Some glasses have um, a gift. Okay. Um, so just, um, yeah, if you got any questions, you can message me on. IG or on the website, and uh, I get back with you, and you know we can talk and go from there. All right, Word. all right, yo. I don't have this. I don't have this. Good, I don't have all that stuff he can say. Like that he just said. Only thing I can tell you is that I drank this today <laughs> and, and two other <laughs> other joints that were delicious. <laughs> so, but you can find me on IG at I M three zero two Y O D A. No, all right, Lou. Uh, well, if you have any need for any tasters, sound like you already didn't like tasting. You need if you need Q and A or some research development, uh, I'm here for you. Just wanted you to know that. Um, and you guys can find me out there on them Instagrams. Uh, my name is Lou Belgium. 
And you can find Bruising Banter Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Bruising Banter Podcast. You can listen to a podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can even say Alexa, play Bruising Banter Podcast, even though my son said you can't do it. So sometimes you got to say it right, I guess, to make sure it shows up. <laughs> you can't do it. I tried it. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah. If you, yeah. you want to go to www.bruisingbanter.com, you can actually find out all more about that. You can find out where to get the merch like, like this. And that, <laughs> uh, and, and tell you all the platforms we're on as well. You can uh, watch us on YouTube and Facebook. Remember to smash that like smash. button, smash, 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 uh, get the notifications. And if you want to follow me, Rob G, Rob Day Bruising, bing, 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 right there, uh, all day. Uh, this has been episode 182. I want to thank uh, Wendell Bowden for coming on through from Brick Terrarian, uh, Bear Hut. <laughs> thank you, Brick. Thank you. Appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> Until. Next time. Have a good week, everyone. Peace. Peace. Pushes on the level. We got cameras on the banner. On the limo, we got cameras on the mando. Backseat of the phantom, this the module like Sopranos. Hide you like a candle, we had ops and I bought ammo. We got glass and you get popped like a gamble. Bulletproof Maybach, chop on the seat. Chopper like Ajax, cleaning up the street. If you smoke, get your payback, keep it in the streets.